Welcome to Sisteria mini episode. I'm Stefan Short. I'm Ronnie Sullivan. And this is our little Arrogant Aunt spin-off episode. It's just a little one, but it's a little bonus for your ears. Arrogant Aunt is the segment where we answer listener questions with the authority we just don't have. It's an exercise in imposter syndrome for all of us. So this week our question is from Sarah. Hello, Sarah, if that is Hello, even Sarah. your real name. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but essentially Sarah says, I'm usually a confident person when I'm at work or with friends and family, but when it comes to public speaking, I just can't find the confidence to do it. I get so nervous, sweaty palms and all that jazz. How do I conquer my intense fear of public speaking? Now, Jess, I thought this was a particularly good question for you because congrats is in store. You recently won the Moth Monthly Story Slam in Melbourne, which is a totally big deal, right? Like A little bit. It's a really big deal. Like Story Slam thing where all the winners go and tell them another story. She's going to where all the winners go. I'm going to where- <laughs> I never thought I would say that sentence in my life. Congratulations. Did you want to explain to people who don't maybe know what The Moth is? Yeah, sure. The Moth is just, um, it's a live storytelling event that is at Howler in Brunswick and you have to give a five minute story no longer. It does need to be five minutes. You don't want to be the person that meanders. It has to have a beginning, a middle and an end. It has to be true. Those are the stipulations. And can you take notes or anything up with you? Or? I'm sure you can if you wanted to. I didn't. But most people don't. Most people don't. Um, they do actually advise not to. They said that it's best if it's prepared and you know what you're going to say, which I agree with that is my style anyway but my reason is because I can't see very good so if I have to read something from something it's too close to my face. So that was performing which you do a little bit in front of an audience Mm -hmm. speaking publicly so what kind of advice do you think you would offer? Okay here's the thing because I have a history of getting a lot of attention medically for me the high and the power that I regain and I'm able to take back by getting on stage and getting attention for a reason that I have chosen. I've made a conscious decision to get up in front of people for a reason that is within my control. And that for me is a huge deal. Oh, Jessica, you're such a complicated medical thing. It's fascinating. I want to be fascinating for other stuff. And this stuff is what's exciting me now. Being considered fascinating for a reason that is outside of that world when you're in that world a lot it can seem very isolating and very lonely obviously Michelle Law will know exactly what I'm talking about because I listened to her and she said about being sick and young homecoming queens is amazing by the way but yeah what gives me the courage is unfortunately something that other people might not have which is the trauma of knowing that it's not the worst thing if people don't laugh at your jokes on stage because it's actually a lot more scary being dead for four minutes. But I think what you've just said in a nutshell, but a very personal, eloquent nutshell, (laughs) is perspective, right? Like, it isn't the end of the world. It is not not a matter of life or death. Mm. A few people might judge you. They might not laugh at the cues. Mm. You might get a few things wrong. It might not go particularly well. But you just do it again and you just do it again and you get better and you will get confident because practice will help with that. Once you've done it a few times and you realise, oh my gosh, it's not actually that scary or that bad, it gets easier. But you also have to want to do it. Don't force yourself. But if you're wanting to do it and the only thing stopping you is a lack of confidence, then heck yes. Just, yeah. I won't say imagine people in their underwear because that does not work. Yeah, or naked. It's like, naked. like that's so stupid. That's not going to work. That's not... That's not helpful. Then you're just talking in front of a bunch of people who are naked. Why are they naked yeah, in I front know. of you? That's not cool. <laughs> it's a bunch have, of creeps. Don't they have respect for your boundaries? <laughs> Didn't 
finally get dressed to come and hear you speak? Put on some pants, man. Put on some fucking pants. <laughs> so, yeah, that is practice makes perfect, definitely. It really does. I remember being at uni and you'd have those forced presentations and I'd be so intimidated by everyone yeah. in the room, even though in hindsight that was just anxiety. And and it's it was true. Just- Exactly. And in grade six, I'm to show that I wasn't always the confident performer that I am now. In grade six, I refused to be house captain because I didn't want to give a speech if my team won the sports day. I'd be too scared. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get up in front of people. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get up in front of people and talk to them. Like, yeah, I was. Yeah, I had. I had no interest in being centre of attention for those kind of things. I just wanted to disappear. Which proves it can be learned, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can expand on those skills. And also, then. being told that you're funny gives you confidence to get up and be funny in front of people. So, well, I, you are I, funny. I was lucky in that respect. Funny, Sarah, you might be funny too. I'm sure you are. Oh, I would say definitely. I'm, <laughs> as long as you're not racist or ableist, I think you'll be fine. You're kind of connecting with your audience that there's some kind of relationship happening that you are person to person, individually and as well as collectively, and that that's, there's something quite um, nourishing and quite energising about that. Yeah. You're not just speaking into the ether. I feel very responsible for the enjoyment of my audience. <laughs> Which is why when they wear no clothes, you're like, it's not where cool. was your responsibility? That was you your one, one job. job. One job. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and look at me adoringly. And I'll make you lol. That's all you have to do. <laughs> also, I only just, this is the first time I put comedian in my bio. I've never done that before. <gasps> well, congratulations, because that's a confidence. Kel Wilson asked if I was a comedian, so I decided that I was. Did you say yes? Yeah? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, well, I... I Yes, that's the yes. my response. I was like, um, I've done, I've been funny a few times. I'm like, Jess, you're rambling. I'm like, yes, yes, okay, cool. That's, and that's the thing you don't. One of my like, hats. There's no qualification where you tick a box and you know someone gets easier at comedian. Please, license. if I was a, if I was a dude called Chad, I would have just said, "Fuck yeah, brah. Yeah, know, I'm so funny. <laughs> you yeah. said, babe, babe, can I get you a drink? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yes, I, 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 yeah, I guess yes. That's beautiful advice. I feel like I want to go and speak to people. I hope I helped Sarah out though. No, I'm sure you did. And writer, performer, comedian, just now. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in and for doing our little bonus episode. Thank you so much for having me. Sisteria, created by women and for anyone who wants to listen. Sisteria is supported by City of Melbourne in partnership with the Melbourne Library Service. Sisteria is produced by Stephanie Van Schilt and me, Jessica Lucchiano. For links to everything we've discussed, check out our website, sisteriapodcast.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at SisteriaPod. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And if you love what we do, we'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes too. Our amazing theme music is by Rainbow Chan. The song is called Last and is available on her latest album, Spacings. Sisteria is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and to the elders of the lands this podcast reaches. We hope you tune in again soon.